0: Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman, Ian Beckles, on Radio Influence. Hello
1: everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to In the Trenches. Football is on us, it's upon us. How long? Don't know. Everybody's in camp. We're watching to see what happens with these other sports. And listen, I, I got this email here. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's Ian Beckles at radio I love the emails. I just want to hear what other people have to say. And I'm going to try to kind of wish through this a little bit. It says, uh, thank you for entertaining us daily. Listen to your podcast and your take on the NFL football, not being worth one death that effectively would kill the league forever. And, uh, are you cool with that? And it keeps on going. Um, just translate to other sports and are we are we going to ch- pretty much shut down our whole world, okay? And then at the end it says, I truly don't mean to have a dickish tone. It comes across that way. I do apologize. I don't uh, want to be taken disrespectful. So he's not trying to be disrespectful, which I appreciate. Thank you, uh, Mr. Jackson. So I'm going to say this. It's really easy to evaluate other people's situations, okay? for instance, schools, if you let schools out and say in uh, Hillsborough County, we let schools out and there's five deaths. Okay. It's easy to say, well, that's only five deaths. That's five families that lost their child. Okay. If it's in the NFL and there's one death, that's one too many deaths. I know everybody who gets it if, and when, and listen, people, I like to believe we're an intelligent society. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. There's times where I question that, but I'm gonna stick with the fact that we're intelligent. If we're watching what happens in baseball right now, okay, baseball is a separate sport. If you play center field, you on the field, you won't be near anybody the whole game. If you're at bat, you're next to the catcher and the umpire. You could go to the dugout and not be near somebody. You're a football player, that is not a possibility. All right? The difference between what's happening in some other sports, a la basketball, basketball, they took everybody, put them in a bubble. Where's where's you know what? If I would go somewhere right now and be safe, it would be in that bubble where they get tested every day on on like clockwork. Nothing gets in the bubble. There's no bubble in the NFL and there's 32 teams that have 50 something players and you need one buffoon on each team to ruin it. It won't even need one on each team. You need one buffoon on a team to, to ruin it. And you're going to tell me you're going to put all your stock into 21 year old football players making the right decision. Been there. I've been there. So you're not, you're not going to want 21 year old football players to run the streets. Once again, if I think of one place to be clean, I'm going in the basketball bubble. If I think about one group of players to act a fool and run the streets, I go find me a bunch of 20-something-year-old football players. Been there, okay? I know what that looks like. Football's not the same equation as baseball. If one team gets hit, okay, like a couple teams have already in Major League Baseball, you know, there's a couple teams that have to play more baseball games than there are days. All right. If one other team misses some games, they're not going to be able to finish the season. If if a team misses two weeks in football, all right, that's the equivalent of missing twenty five baseball games. Okay. There's no double headers in football. You can't play two games in one week. Although it's done, you can't make up football games in the middle of the season. So if you ask me, do I think it's going to work? No, absolutely not. Talk to the people that are in it and involved with it, and tell me if you think they're Uh, they think it's going to work. OBJ came out and said, listen, these people don't care about us. They don't. They care about their money. And listen, I've said this before too. If I was a young player and, you know, my well-being had to, had to do with playing and making money, I'd be out there playing. I'm, I'm not lying to you, but I'm talking about somebody who's older and thinks differently and looks at the situation. And I just know better. Okay. I know better. And, I don't think anybody's confident that this is gonna happen. I really don't. we have had players like Cameron Braid for the Bucks already got it. We already had the meetings and Tom Brady and his by the way, happy birthday, Tom Brady. He's 43 years old. Um it's funny, I didn't never I've never liked Tom Brady. Now I feel that I have to, since he's my quarterback. Cameron Brady had it. He said he got it from his wife. And the NFL teams are coming out and saying that uh I heard Mike Tomlin talk about every year and every year NFL teams and front offices talk to their players about conduct detrimental. Conduct detrimental means don't go out and do anything that's harmful to the team. Normally that means acting an ass, um, doing dumb things, mistreating people. Now conduct detrimental all of a sudden becomes going to a club or going to a restaurant. That's all of a sudden conduct detrimental because you're bringing that into your locker room, period. So you see what I'm saying? You're telling people like, for me, I don't want to get it. I'm 53 years old. I don't want to get it, okay? Because I just don't want to see what I'm, I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't want to get it. I went to a couple of restaurants this week. I had my mask on, but you can get it that way. You're not supposed to expose yourself to anybody. So you're telling young people who are just buffoons to begin with. You know who's a buffoon? All 21-year-olds. All 21-year-olds are stupid. I would tell them out to their face there's very few 21 year olds that have any common sense whatsoever. A lot of patriots backed out. Six patriot starters I believe backed out. A bunch of uh there's a couple free agents but they have a lot of starters that they're missing. You know, we're talking about 30 NFL players have decided to opt out now and it's going to keep growing. Every day other teams, other names are piling on top of those names. Okay? So, it's not going to get better. And everybody I've talked to and talked to i heard a couple of interviews of Coaches and people in the front office that talk about the stress of taking the test and not knowing, listen, I was exposed to it and I had to wait, I thought it was gonna be six hours, I had to wait about 12 hours for the test results. I got some news for you. Mentally, you can wear your ass out. Like if you're waiting 12 hours for a test result, you could mentally make yourself sick. And and, and that's not a good place for an athlete to be. And think about always being there, okay? It's a tough situation. And the NFL itself has, um, they have a couple different categories of opting out. They got, you know, a high risk uh, opting out and they have low risk opting out. So they, they knew this was coming. The NFL knew it was coming. And there's really nothing they can do about it. So here's where we are. Okay, here's where we are. We have a league that's about to start. We have people who don't really believe it's going to work yet we're still going to try. And when it all hits the fan, and it's going to hit the fan, you know what I equate this to? When I see older people working out, and I'm older, I'm 53. When I see older people working out, or I see older people playing basketball, you know what I say to them? Enjoy yourself, because this is how it's going to end. It's going to end by you having a surgery and blowing your knee out or doing something stupid. It's the same with this COVID We're going to start this league, but let me tell you how the league's going to end. There's not one person out there listening to me right now that thinks the NFL is going to play 17 weeks and a playoffs and a Super Bowl this year. No way in your mind you can think that at this moment. Therefore, we're starting something that is inevitably going to stop. So that's where we are. Where we are is we're going to do whatever we can for money. Unfortunately, the school's opening up. If you have a kid that you're sending out there, just saw in Georgia, they had a, a, a YMCA camp with 600 kids and half of them got COVID. Half of them. On behalf of 27 different states, and everybody went back to their state, chock full of COVID. All right. But we're, we're going to put our kids out there any minute and we're going to expose all of our teachers to all these snotty nosed COVID kids. Okay. Maybe we're not listening and maybe we don't give a shit. And one other thing, I want to answer this one here. I'm going to do it briefly, but Brad P., who is uh, definitely somebody who uh, likes to email, he says, what are your thoughts on what is happening at University of Iowa and their program? I went to junior college in Iowa, so I know a little bit about the state, what's happening. I, people are talking about racial injustice and racial insensitivity. Um, I'm going to say this. you know, if, you, if I heard that somebody was being racially insensitive in Iowa— Towards black people, I'm not gonna bat an eye and be shocked. I'm gonna say this. I don't know what happens behind other people's closed doors, but sometimes ignorance is bliss. Okay? I've been to Iowa. A lot of times it's not really it's not even racism, it's just lack of exposure. Okay. There's just not there's you can be people can be racially insensitive in Iowa and not run into anybody of dark skin. Okay, I was there. I've been to I've been to cities where there's no black people there, and there never has been, and there never will be. They're all cool, but, you know, what had been said throughout the years is not really a big deal because it's never come across black ears. So Wensley, racially insensitivity, uh, there's going to be a little bit in Iowa, unfortunately. I had friends of mine say things in Iowa. I was like, yo, bro. And they, they didn't know it was, they didn't know it was wrong. We got to teach them. And Ference is the head coach. I don't know if he knew or not. He's trying to clean it up. Um, that's a tough thing, man. That's a tough thing when you talk about cultures and environments. So they're doing their best to clean that up. So let's hope they get that done. Once again, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com if anybody ever wants to email me. And uh, like I say, every time I get back on this mic every week, it seems like things change. Uh, I got a funny feeling the next time I come on this air, it's going to be some drastic changes. And that's in most sports. Uh, I think basketball has a chance. I think hockey has a chance. Baseball's uh, a ticking time bomb and they're on the clock, and the NFL's on the clock because nobody thinks that's actually going to work. Appreciate you guys listening. Everybody, have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out.
0: You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry football quick fix on Radio Influence people will say Notre Dame's television contracts only 15 million it's not as much they could be more money that's not accurate because that's not how Notre Dame looks at it Notre Dame looks at their television contract with NBC as a they keep all of that money b they keep all the promotional value which leads to money on top of that by being on national television every week Now, you might say, well, everybody's on television every week. There are. If you're in the ACC, yes, the ACC network gives you outreach through its ESPN platform. But the ACC network doesn't have the outreach that NBC does. And it is worth a ton in marketing for Notre Dame. And I don't know that it's something that they're willing to give up long term. This year, yes. Yes. This was a match made in heaven for both the ACC and Notre Dame this year. I do not know if this is something we can count on in the future. Possibly. I think the only way is if Notre Dame deems it financially worth it. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.